That's right, that's right. Welcome to Atlanta. Sideline Junkies, Super Bowl preview show. Let's go. Anchorites, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Sideline Junkies. Actually, the Super Bowl edition. And we got something really, really special lined up for you guys. But first off, the show isn't complete. Without our producer, Mr. KG himself. What's going on, KG? What's happening? What's happening? Man, nothing much, man. Feeling good. I'm I'm excited about what we're about to string together and, and put out there. I think it's it, it's really fun. So without further ado, why don't you tell those pe- good people out there what we're doing? Well, we took and we compiled not only sideline junkie Super Bowl picks. And predictions. We've hit the streets and we put our fingers on the pulse of the fan and gather several, several fans, uh, Super Bowl picks and how they feel is what's going to happen in that game. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I think, you know, everybody had fun doing it. So without further ado, how. I guess we got to let the ladies go first. We're going to get killed if we don't let the ladies, you know, put their voices out there first. So um, your wife, my wife, and my mother uh, all put their Super Bowl predictions. Also, we'll let them go first. And so you can hear theirs. And then we have uh, we have way more. We have a lot to get to. So we'll do that first. That sound good? That sounds good to me. Amen. Three, two, one. Here you go. Super Bowl prediction from Miss Lisa, Miss Curvy J, and my mom, Crystal, the person who birthed me. Hey, this is Lisa, and I'm a Cowboys fan. I think the Rams will win 20 to 18, and Tom Brady will throw a late game pick. I guarantee it. That's not- Hey, what's up, Sideline Junkies? This is Curvy Miss J giving you my Super Bowl prediction. Since we all know the Patriots nicely cheated their way to the Super Bowl yet again, yet again, and again, I hope they lose terribly. There's not that much money in the world to make this goddamn team win, honestly. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't win, honestly. Yeah, okay, again. Like I said, I hope the Rams actually run them over and win the Super Bowl. And they learn their lesson again. Deflate gate. I mean, the Patriots. I mean, the cheaters. Like I said, go Rams. I'm rooting for the Rams to win. I'm rooting for the underdog. I think the Patriots have tainted their legacy with all the cheating scandals. So I'm not looking forward to them winning another championship. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to all the junkie listeners. This is Delonte out here representing. Um, I have a special guest. You know, I have the wife joining me today for a brief segment. Um, tell me your name. Latasha. And Latasha, can you tell them the team that you are rooting for and then the predicted score? 
of course, the Patriots, and I think they'll win 24 to 27. Uh, let me add Boston's own Latasha. And Tasha, can you give us uh, any tidbits or any game notes? I think the Patriots will win because they are tried and tested. It's not about who is the most talented and who has the most talented members on the team. It's about who can get it done. And they have done this before. They have been here many times, and they will get it done today. All right. And um, are you guaranteeing victory? I am guaranteeing victory. I think experience will triumph over youth. And there you have it. Um, Boston's own Latasha. She's repping her Patriots. She's rooting for the Patriots, and she's guaranteeing victory. This is Delonte representing the sideline junkies. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Peace. And we back. Thank you, ladies, for your take on Super Bowl 53, Rams-Patriots. Love it. I love it. Sounded good, didn't it, KG? Yes, indeed. Sure enough, did. Made me proud. Yeah, made you drop a little tear like, you know, they learn it from the masters, you know? The, yeah, indeed. The professionals. But anyway, re- really, really good stuff. Um, our next set, man, brother and sisters, I've known we lad. We're not going to go into the age details because that'll mean I'm very old. So um, my man Isaiah, his sister T, I know they got a whole depth of sports knowledge. I love talking to them about sports. We definitely need to have them on the show. So when y'all listen to this, y'all create your anchor profiles so we can get y'all on. We're going to talk some NBA because I know y'all love the NBA. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to be ready for y'all. My man, uh, Isaiah from the Mean Streets of Portland, T is on location at the Super Bowl, baby. The best city in the world. Well, right now it is. So, <laughs> you know yeah. what? We should have sent her a check for uh seventy four cents, and see if she could have been an on uh, on site correspondent for us, man. Hey, man, you know we got big funds in sideline junkies, man. Big funds, okay? Yeah, just so, when we write that check, just wait a couple of days before you cash it. Yeah, I, I say like what seven to ten business days. Yeah, hold on to seven, it. Or seven to ten black people days, which means don't cash the check. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, without further ado, um, well, ladies first, we'll have T and then Isaiah with their Super Bowl predictions. Hey, Sideline Junkies, it's Teresa. Thanks for letting me be a part of this and giving my Super Bowl prediction. It was a hard decision because um, I hate to bet against Belichick and Brady, I just hate doing it. But um, I'm had to go with the Rams. I think Aaron Donald is going to do enough to disrupt Brady in a way where they can prevail. So I'm hoping they they execute well on defense. Um, the slot with New England, the slot receivers kind of scare me, but I, I do think Aaron Donald is going to have a big game. I predict that. And, you know, Rams offense, their high-power offense, I, I believe they're going to score pretty pretty well. I'm hoping Todd, Todd Gurley is um, health-wise. He's, he's almost at 100%, if not 100%, and he comes out and has, and has a big game. Um, as as in Jerry Goff, I believe Jerry Goff is going to have a a big passing game. So I predict the score to be 27-24 in favor of the Rams. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to the sideline junkies, man. Y'all got some love from the West Coast. Just want to let you guys know I love the show. 
Um, anytime you got to do the bro- broadcast, man, it's always informational and always entertaining hearing that banter back and forth between between you guys. Um, keep doing what you're doing, and um, I'll always keep on listening. I uh, want to uh, give my little predictions on Super Bowl 53. I don't really keep up with the NFL like YouTube, but every chance, again, I will watch some um, some uh, highlights and check out some stats. And um, all I've noticed from the L.A. Rams all year is they got a lot of offensive firepower. Um, young team, so it's going to be a young, you know, old versus new kind of atmosphere with New England Patriots. Man, they got a tried and true team with a veteran leadership that never wavers. It's going to be a good game. Man. I already know it'll be high scoring on moderate defense. So if I was to pick a team, I don't even like New England, man. I'm telling you, I don't even like New England. I, I can't stand hearing their name, <laughs> hearing their name all the time. But uh, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots on this one, man. If, if Brady gets that ball, I don't care if they're down by seven points or if the game is tied. If he gets that ball and there's a couple of minutes left on that clock towards the end of the game, you you already know he, it's going to be a W for them. I don't know how he does it every single time, but they always seem to pull that W out, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's that Irish spirit floating around in New England, man, giving them some lucky charms. But, uh, yeah, man, them boys seem to always do it. Um, I'm going to go with Brady and company on this one, even though I hate to say it. I think they're going to get that W. And thank you, Isaiah. Thank you, T, for your Super Bowl predictions. We appreciate KG, we move right along, ain't we? Yes, sir. Man, I, I love this. We're going to have to do more of this. This is very it's, – uh, it's different. We've never done this before, but that's what we said 2019 was going to be about. It's about pushing the envelope then doing different things. I think everybody's enjoying themselves, so we'll definitely do more of this. Hey, I'm all down for it, man. It, that interaction with the ones that are fans, that support us, that want to get their voice heard. Hey, I'm all for it. Love it. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to let you introduce the next. I've been running my mouth enough like I always do. Well, this next set, uh, near and dear to my heart, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> of all... These are my two sons, and I didn't influence their picks in any way, shape, or form, but hey, my oldest son, Dario, my youngest son, Xavier, here goes their picks. Let's get them, nephews. Here's Xavier. I'm a fan of Redskins, and I hope I hope the Patriots win 20, 20 to 0. Uh, to and I, I bet Jared Goff is gonna fumble like five times, and I guarantee it. Hey, it's Dario. I like the Redskins, and I hope that the Rams win, twenty-four to twenty-one, and uh, and Tom Brady will throw at least two interceptions. I guarantee it. Excellent job, fellas. Excellent job. KG, I think we're going to have to actually get those boys on the show and give them their own segment to talk about what they want to talk about. Hey, I'm all for it. If I can get them to do it, they get so, uh, uh, okay. And, the you know, Dario, he the oldest, so he, he can't stop giggling. But I, I want to get them on with Don 
and have him talk Fortnite and a few other games because that's his thing. He is a YouTube extraordinaire and he's a gamer extraordinaire. He didn't steal the, the gaming part at all. That's inherited. Hey, man, I think that would be awesome, man. Um, You know what? Get my daughter Bria, get them on a podcast with Don, talk about it. I mean, because I know they can, they can talk about Fortnite for hours. Yeah. So we that we need to make that happen, man. See, I like that. We getting we doing a a brand new thing with the episode, and we having ideas rolling. That's how we do it, man. As always, when the when the creative juices flow, you know what that does. Sound like to me that makes some money. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that right there. That's what I love. Hey, man, who we got next up? Well, these are. Uh, one is like my, my, my own child, but she's my niece and I, I, we, we can call this the, 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 the segment of those that I sweat with at my nine to five every day. And that's, uh, my man, Jew, my man, Jesse, the professor who I talk about all the time and bounce topics off of great contributor behind the scenes. And that's my man, Lucky. And uh, who else? And Shay, my niece Shay. That's it. But before we get into that, I got a couple other guys. My man Kevin M. right here on Anchor. Uh, he's taking the Rams forty-one seventeen, and he thinks Todd Gurley's gonna run for over two hundred yards. Ooh, I, hey, that's a bold prediction there from a Philly fan of that. Uh. Another one, a diehard Redskins fan, Aaron, a.k.a. A.A. Ron. Shout out. Skins, baby. Hail to the Redskins. Uh, he got the Patriots 24-17. He says Tom Brady gets six, ring, went six rings. Rams can't stop the run of the pass, and Brady runs for a go-ahead TD for the win. That's, that's real right there. Yeah, that's a- and his predictions are, are definitely off the charts. Then we got Brother Marquise, uh, New York Giant fan, but he he one of those good Giant fans, one of those ones realistic about things. I like talking to him. Uh, he got the Rams for the win. L.A. twenty-seven, New England twenty-four. Uh, Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson gonna show the Pats the ground game is real, is what he said. <laughs> I'm, I'm- and last but not least, one of my good, good friends, Miss Candice. And she she coming through with a bold, I'm talking about hella bold. She's taking the Rams. What did she say? Rams. Um, <laughs> sit back and relax and hear this one. I'm oh, Jesus. Forty-one thirty-six. She's calling a shootout. Interesting. I'm. I'm just. I. I had to sit back and trap myself in before I read that because she blew me away when she told me. <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Candace. Hey man, nice predictions. Hey, we'll know starting tomorrow when that when that when that kickoff drop, and we'll see how that game go, but. Um, I guess we'll talk about that in a later segment, our predictions. So, 
without further ado, let's let them people talk. Hey, before we go on, BJ, got my man Pat checking in for 49ers Nation, taking his division rival Rams 31-21 to win this one. He thought long and hard about it. I think I pressed him out to get it. But, hey, he gave me a school. Uh, what's going on, man? The name Jew. The team is the Steelers. And I strongly believe that the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Final score of 37-34. I believe that Tom Brady is going to throw a last-second interception. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yep, that's what I think. I guarantee it. My name is Shay. I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. I think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, 21-5, and I guarantee it. My name is Jesse Young. I'm a Detroit diehard Lions fan. I'm going with the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, and the, and the Brady Bunch. The score is going to be 23-16. to 16. That's a guaranteed diehard. I bet you on that one. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? My name is Lucky. My Super Bowl pick is New England. Uh, I think that New England is going to win 28 to 27. I feel like the experience is going to show. And um, on the last drive to try to tie the game up, I think Jared Goff is going to make a mistake. Uh, I'm repping the Redskins. That's my team since 1982. And that's it. I get to do all that. Hey, man. All of this got me feeling like a kid in a candy store. Just listening to everybody's prediction for the Super Bowl. Shout out to everybody that participated. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for participating today. KG, everything sounds good. Man, it feels so good. Sounds good. But just the, the, the love that was has been shown to us. And just this, you know, not just this episode, but just period, it's beautiful. It really is, man. So I guess that leaves us, brother, our our take on the Super Bowl. Um, you know, when we did our last show about the state of the NBA, I had kind of teased, and we, we went off topic talking about other things, the Wizards and stuff. I didn't really get a chance to talk about what led up to the Super Bowl. So, um I'm not gonna not gonna, you know, be along on this, but I think it's um unfair. I think it's kind of sad that these teams made it to the Super Bowl the way they did out of the AFC, NFC uh the championship games respectively. Um the way the Patriots got in with tons of missed calls, tons of blown calls. And then the Rams-Saints game with the pass interference at the end. All this happened, KG. And my thing is, not a word from the commissioner. No, but they, they it was said by Sean Payton that the league did call after the NFC Championship game and admitted that uh, they blew the call, which is, I mean, that's like saying, uh, yeah, we understand you scraped all the skin off yourself, but Here's a Band-Aid. But you know what? Mike Mike Thomas, the receiver for the Saints, he posted a rule out of the rule book that says basically if something like that happened in game, the commissioner has the power to recall the game, redo the game. So 
like my thing is to lose to 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 prepare from starting from OTAs and coming in and and doing all that hard work and to everybody's goal is to win a Super Bowl whether it's reality for your team right now or not you know that's that you know that's a whole different podcast but to lose like that that thing I think the that Julian Edelman call where that putt bounced off him. And if you look at the replay, the ball changes direction. Mm-hmm. And it scrapes him. And I guarantee you, if the Patriots were on the other side of that, that call wouldn't have got uh, reversed. I guarantee you. That call getting reversed was huge. So, and there was a lot of other little knickknack penalties that seemed like when the Patriots were down on their luck or when they were, you know, in trouble, they get a mysterious holding call, you know, in their favor. It it just seemed like that. That that's my. I'm not picking on the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? I've I've learned to love the Patriots, even though I'm a Bill fan, because the Patriots are. Uh, all the league, they, you know, what I'm saying they, they, they embody what every team wants to be—a a solid quarterback, a team that plays solid without a lot of, you know, mistakes and stuff. But I, I, I do feel like sometimes they get a lot of bogus calls. That's just my, my take on that AFC champion. I think the Chiefs got cheated out of a trip to the Super Bowl. I, I can't do nothing but agree with you. I've uh, harped on it for quite some time after the game. I said I, I said I wasn't going to say anything else after Sunday, but it was too much and too many coincidences for me not to say anything. Um, I said it once before: the 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 roughing the pass, the hands to the helmet that they called against Brady, where he never even got his head touched, and it was all in his shoulder. Come on, it's like you get in the same zip code with Brady and it's a flag, but that's neither here nor there. But not only did the Chiefs get cheated out of a chance to go to the Super Bowl, Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints were cheated out of a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Most definitely. Most definitely. And that that play was obvious. And then you got people, you know, analyzing the play. Well, if you look here, the Saints had could have had two holding calls. Okay. They miss holding on every play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's holding and face masks and all types of stuff on every play in the NFL. Okay, so but what there isn't is blatant pass interference, where it almost seemed like he like look instead of you getting this touchdown, I'm gonna just knock you down. So and it y'all can have the ball back and we'll have a chance to stop y'all. That's what it looked like to me. That's what you do when you're beat. I'd rather take the pass in the friends and give you the points. That way, yeah. you, you live to fight another day on defense. So, you know, that, this is where it didn't make sense to me. How is it no call in the game, no flag, no anything? Everybody knew it was legit. Even in real time, you knew it was pass interference. So after the game, the fine was handed down to the DB for helmet to helmet to hit on that play. Makes you wonder, huh? It, it <laughs> makes me wonder how much did they push? How much control did the league have over the outcome of these two games? Because things don't add up when you start bringing facts like that out. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And it kind of sours the mood for the Super Bowl when you look at it that way. It's kind of like, wow, you know, what did I just watch? Is this really happening? But with that being said, KG, we got to put our predictions out. So, like I said, I always talk enough, brother. I'm going to let you shoot first. Oh, boy. The one time I need you to take it to the hole and lay it up, <laughs> you pass it off to me. Yeah, they still wrapping my ankle in the tunnel, brother. You won't have to go here. Oh, man. Well, I've been dreading picking this game because you got the Rams. Uh, this is their first time here. And Don said it last night on the WrestleManiacs podcast presented by the Sideline Junkies that the Patriots have been here before. They're like, okay, we're back. But the Rams are so amped up and hyped up that it's going to take them a minute to settle down, get those jitters out of the way. And I would love to see the Rams upset Tom Brady and the Patriots. And I'll say it'll be a revenge for the Super Bowl loss in 2001. The Rams will win. 37-34. Last second field goal, but Jared Goff will show he has ice water in his veins and drive down the field to set up a last second field goal. In the words of Joe Namath, the Friday before the Super Bowl, uh, matter of fact, what was that? 50 years ago this week? I guarantee it. All right. I mean, like I said, man, I've watched New England up close and personal beat the snot out of my Buffalo Bills for 18, 19 years. They've been dominant. Um, Like I said, they're well prepared. And when you look at other teams that aren't as successful, you see why. The mistakes, things that are not allowed. You have to respect them for that. And I think because of they've been so dominant, they get certain calls. That's just like a, a star player in the NBA, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. They're going to get certain calls that a lesser player wouldn't. So with that being said, and, I, I you know, you don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but at the same time, you want to know how much the NFL has their hands in this game. Um. Both both teams can score at will. Now, I think the edge goes to the Rams' D-line. They got two of the best D-tackles in the game. They spent a lot of money on defense. And I think, just like the Philly Super Bowl, I think it's going to come down to a, a, the Rams making a finally getting to Brady because it is extremely hard to sack Tom Brady, okay? I think it's going to come down to the Rams making a play. I don't think, for the most part, they're going to, you know, I think the offenses are going to go back and forth. Uh, the Rams got a whole bunch of weapons. You know the weapons New England has, and you still can't stop them, okay? So, with that being said, you got Sony Michelle, you know, running real good. You got Todd Gurley. And C.J. Anderson on the other side of the ball. So now you got a you got a double headed monster on that side. Um, 
I think the Rams is going to are going to make that defense a play at the end of the game. I think it's going to be probably somebody. Uh, I know Marcus Peters would love for it to be him because I know he got a lot of hate for the Patriots. So, um, will it be Aaron Donald? Will it be Indomitian Sue? Who will it be? Will it be one of these big money guys to step up and get to Tom Brady to force that strip fumble sack or that duck that's going to be intercepted in the game? I think that's going to be what it is. I think you're going to see a high-scoring Super Bowl. I'm gonna give it to um I'm gonna give it to the Rams. 38-35. The Rams will take their Super Bowl. And Sean McVay, will he become the youngest coach to ever win the Super Bowl? If I'm not mistaken, he will be. I think that will happen tomorrow. I think it'll happen tomorrow. Um <laughs> now let me ask you this question. If the Patriots do win, does Tom Brady retire? No, sir. No, sir. I think Bill Belichick will walk away. But I don't think... Uh, but you can't have one without the other. Yeah, there that's true. No, there is no Tom Brady if there's no Belichick. And vice versa. There's no Belichick if he doesn't have Brady. I don't think Belichick at this point in his career... I could be wrong. You don't know what, what type of challenges people want. He could want to go somewhere and build a team. Like, hey, I'm this good. I'm going to show you I'm this good. I'm going to go to a whole nother franchise and build it. But you're talking about Bill Belichick been in this game a long time. Yes, indeed. He a has long, what? a long time. He has five rings as a Super Bowl head coach. He has two rings as a defensive coordinator. He has seven rings total. Yeah. So. Um, and Sean McVay, if the Rams win tomorrow, well, today, wow. Sean McVay is 33. He will beat. Um, Mike Tomlin record at by three years for the youngest Super Bowl winning coach. Well, and here's where the conspiracy theorists come out. You think they're gonna let let Sean McVay win a Super Bowl? It, it, it would say something, and it would go along with uh, the changing tide that is going on in the NFL, where a lot of it, it didn't used to be you had young guys donning the the headset and now a lot of young assistants are getting that chance. It would open the door for a lot of young assistants. And me personally, I want to, I want to see him win it. Cause it's, it's like Sean McVay winning a Super Bowl. Sean McVay being in the Super Bowl right now is like a big F you to the Washington Redskins. And it would be an even bigger F you if he won it. Absolutely. I agree with you. So I agree with you hundred percent. It would, it would, on so many different levels, it would work out so well. But here's, here's the thing. And, you know, I understand sometimes experience is what it is. You know, you got a great football mind like Belichick, a great leader of men. But who better to relate to 20 and 30 year olds than a 30 year old? True indeed. So, you know what I'm saying? A 60 year old or See, I guess we gotta stop talking about conspiracy theory because they cut us they cutting us off, KG. Well well, you know, I told Don last night that uh somebody didn't pay the guys in the truck. So I don't know who wrote the check that didn't that got bounced and we, we said that earlier about cash notes checks. So we need to have a round table meeting with the, the rest of the sideline junkies and find out who whose month it was to pay that bill. 
Hey man, if we write it from the sideline junkies account, it's bouncing like tennis balls. So. <laughs> well, they don't know that. But um, hey, uh, I forgot where I, you know, where where was I? You remember where I was? Yes, sir. I sure enough do. You were talking about who's better to relate to twenty and thirty year olds than a thirty year old. Exactly, and it's going to be good and bad for the league because now everybody's going to want the next hot thirty year old, and and it. it I think Sean McVay is a case that is, you know, far and few between. The guy has a really good football mind. He understands offensive genius, knows how to, you know, dibble and dabble, knows how to put something out there and show you one thing and then come back and do something completely different that you're not expecting. He's really good at setting that stuff up. Now, you're going to get a lot of the Cliff Kingsbury's of the world that's going to fall flat on their face. And a lot of these teams are going to be looking for the next hot, young assistant, and it's just not there. Sometimes you just you have to go on knowledge, you know. But I think he's going to open the door. I, I think he already has opened the door. Just his Super Bowl appearance alone is going to open the door, whether he wins or not. It's going to open the door for a lot of guys. So, well, I, I'll say this: it's in his blood. Yeah. That's his grandfather. One Mr. John McVeigh was a San Francisco vice president from 1980 to 94. That's five Super Bowl championships that he was vice president of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he he was uh, also the GM of the the 49ers from 98 to 99. So that's that's a lot to say. And having a family that's been around football, so he's been around it all his life. So. It, it's nothing to say, you know, hey, this guy's like the next hot thing. But the thing is, he's a student of the game. Yes, sir. So you can't just be the next hot thing, but you don't know uh, ending around from a comeback route. <laughs> you know? Hey, man. Like I said, man, this whole show has been fun. And like I said, we appreciate your support and all the participation. And like I said, we look for we look for way more. So we still got uh, another member of the sideline junkies, Mr. Gary, with his Super Bowl prediction, and he'll take us out. Well, hey, KG, like always, brother, really good show. Appreciate it. you being there, putting everything together. This man behind the scenes, he's a monster, ladies and gentlemen. He's a monster. I'm telling you. It's, it doesn't go unnoticed. I really, I really do appreciate that. Um, I, I'm just me personally. I'm trying to keep the train moving forward, and just you know, I, I, I'll be the engine. But it, hey, long as we moving forward, I'm trying to get over that crest. So next thing you know, it's like a bowling ball running downhill. We ain't no stopping us. Hey man, I'm I'm a hundred. You know I'm a hundred percent with you, brother. Always, man. So, without further ado, Gary, here's Gary's take on the Super Bowl. He will take the sideline junkies out. Appreciate y'all listening. Junkies out. Thank you for participating. Enjoy Super Bowl Fifty Three. Good night. Well, good evening. Good morning. <laughs> I feel that. The Rams defensive line is going to dominate the Patriots offensive line. Brady's going to get pressured. Brady's going to get sacked. 
their running game ain't gonna be like that. And I don't even have it being a high scoring game. I got it being like 28 to to 21, some shit like that, 28, 24, or something like that. That's pretty much how I feel that's gonna go. I don't think Early gonna get off. I think Anderson gonna get off. I think golf. I think golf gonna get off. I just think the Rams gonna win. You know, I got the Rams winning 28-24. What's up, everybody? This is Delonte representing the world renowned sideline junkies. Wanted to briefly talk about tonight's game between the Patriots and the Rams. Although I respect, I have a huge amount of respect for Tom Brady, Coach Belichick and the Patriots organization. I think tonight's game, the Rams will come out on top. And, it's, and I'll say it'll be a squeaker, 30 to 28. Um, I think the Rams defense is going to play a big part in them winning the championship. Uh, my vote for MVP um, will probably have to be Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is going to play the game of his life. Um, I think he's going to find his way to, you know, maneuver past the Patriots defense. And that's it. Hope everybody enjoys the game. Hey, I'm going with the Rams tonight, 27-23. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.